Okay, assalamu alaikum. Today is day three from the Ramadan series, and for this year, as you know, we're looking at emotions. Yesterday, we looked at anger, and subhanAllah, I was tested on it. Um, in the evening, I was trying to stand up for someone because I felt like there was a bit of unfairness in basically on the WhatsApp group, and then I felt myself getting angry, so I decided to leave the WhatsApp group, and I was able to calm down. So there's tests everywhere for us, we just need to be aware of them. So that was day two, and then for today, day three, we'll be looking at the second emotion for discussion, which again, referring back to the handbook of spiritual medicine from Ibn Dawood, and the second emotion is antipathy towards death. So, in Alhamdulillah, Nahmaduhu, Nastainuhu, Nastafiruhu, Nahu, Billahi, and Shururi, and Fusina, women say Ati Amalina. Maniahdilahu, Fala Mudalla, Woman Yudlil Fala Hadilahu. Washadu and Nala, Ilahilullah, Wahdahula, Sharikala, Washadu and Nah Muhammadan Abduhu, or Rasulu. Alhamdulillah, indeed all praise is due to Allah. We praise Him and seek His help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from our soul's evils and our wrongdoings. You whom Allah guides, no one can misguide, and he whom he misguides, no one can guide. So, Bismillah, um, I do want to preface by saying that this emotion, this talking about death might be a bit hard for some of us to hear, but it's very important that we reflect on this because it is the reality of life. So, let's see what the book has to say, and then I'll talk about my own reflections and when I was researching about this. So, karahiyat al-maut, or antipathy towards death. Antipathy towards death is when one flees from the ending that befalls every creature and becomes annoyed when it is even mentioned. It is as if one chooses to remain completely ignorant of Allah's abundant statements describing the temporary nature of this life. This may be due to an excessive love for dunya, the world, and chasing after the temporary things of this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Every soul will taste death and... Say the death you are running away from will inevitably come to you. Then you will be returned to the knower of the seen and unseen, and he will inform you of what you used to do. Fear of death is natural, so one naturally protects oneself from it. When the angels in the form of human beings visited the Prophet Ibrahim, he offered them food. When he saw that they did not reach for the food, he grew fearful. Scholars say that Ibrahim thought they had come to take his life. And so, just a side note, this is quite important that even the prophets, the ones who had the strongest belief in God and in the religion, they even had that bit of slight fear of death. So it's something normal. But it's when you hate the thought of death or hate thinking about it, that's when it becomes a disease of the heart. So some of the signs and symptoms for antipathy towards death is that you have such a strong aversion to death that when you hear even the slightest mention of it, you feel anxious, you feel like you just don't want to even hear about it. You think it's a morbid topic that it shouldn't be discussed in times of happiness or in positive times. And you can't accept that the reality of this life is that there is death. And you also deny that there is something called reward and punishment for your actions. Another thing is that you clutch and grasp at past time so maybe you have loads of 
memories on Instagram and belongings of people that have died and you continue to reflect back on that and look back at that and trying to bring the past back but that's it we can't bring the past back and sometimes the memories of those who have died and left us it can cause you to feel terrible it it almost you're living with that grief too much to bear that it becomes too much to handle and that's when it can be a dangerous thing because as muslims we remember and we understand that we are going to be reunited with them inshallah so there's that hope we should be having that hope we should constantly be remembering them and crying and grieving them that's a normal thing but we should also remind ourselves that inshallah we will be reunited with the ones we've lost so far another sign is that death in the hereafter holds little importance so you when you commit a sin or do something wrong you feel no no guilt for it and you might see the day of judgment as something like so distant so not real that you just you don't care about it and your own definition of death can be vague so it's almost like this thing that will never happen even though we know that it will happen and there's this hadith where Imam al-Ghazali said live as sorry it's not a hadith it's just a saying Imam al-Ghazali said live as long as you want but you must die love whatever you want but you will become separated from it and do what you want but you will be repaid of it so it's a fact that we're going to die so it's important to remember that now some treatments from this book about this fear of death it's just to think about the reality of death so remind yourself that even if you dislike it or even if you try to avoid thinking about it or talking about it that it's still going to happen everyone is still going to die another thing is to just continue to be grateful for Allah's decree and just to be content for what you have and to understand that for us as believers there's comfort in death and that we're going to be taken away from this life where there's so much difficulty so much trials so much struggles and this death is this bridge that will take us to the hereafter where inshallah we will meet God meet the prophets meet our loved ones and just be in a place where there's no fear or no struggles inshallah and another important thing is to just remember and realize that everyone 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 will experience a loss of a loved one I've lost both my grandfathers um, I'll lose family members and that's the reality of it loads of people have lost parents siblings families cousins uncles aunts you name it friends everyone experiences death and so we just need to believe in Allah and believe that we will be reunited with them and there's a hadith where the prophet sallallahu said remember death often the terminator of pleasures so it's just a reminder that death is something that is going to happen that as long as as much as we can be happy in this world as much as we can be content as much as we can strive for the best job the best cars the best whatever there's still death looming behind us following us with every step that we take so that's an important reminder some practical treatments are to remember death to continue to strive to do good deeds and to hold yourself accountable so just when you speak about death you're trying to think about it that you're living this life 
to be able to be entered into heaven. So you want a good death. And your knowledge of death directs your hurt activities towards obedience. So once you're content and you understand that there is a death, that you are going to try and obey Allah as much as you can. And when you remember death, you're able to reflect. And as a result of this reflection, you realize that once you're put in that grave, you're not taking any money with you. You're not taking your new car, your new house, your new whatever. That's it. It's just you and your deeds, your actions. And so that's an important thing to remember. And maybe we judge people or we judge ourselves. And so we need to remember and reflect that what deeds we've done throughout the day, have they brought us closer to Allah or have they taken us away from him? So that's an important reminder. And there's a hadith where a man from the Ansar asked, O Prophet of Allah, who are the wisest and most honored of people? The Prophet answered, Those who remember death most and prepare for it before it arrives, they are the wise and pass away with the honor of this world and the dignity of the next. And so this is a beautiful reminder that we need to reflect on death, we need to remember death, we need to prepare for it. From the moment we are held accountable for our deeds, for our actions, we need to reflect on what we do and reflect and remember that there is death. And then there's another hadith where Ibn Umar related that the Prophet took hold of his shoulders and said, be in the world as if you are a stranger or a traveler. So this is just, again, another reminder to not grow too comfortable in this world, to not grow too comfortable in the situation that you are in right now. Because as we know, as the pandemic has showed us, as climate change has showed us, this life isn't stable as well, right? Things will change for us depending on just what happens and what Allah has decreed for us. And so it's important to live this life as a traveler and not get too, too, um, don't cling too much to this life, basically. And lastly from the book is the exceptions. So one exception of fearing death is that you feel like you're not prepared for the day of judgment. And so it's important to remember that your death that there you're able to fear death if you feel that you aren't prepared for the day of judgment. So you're fearful that Allah will disapprove of your actions or you find that you've you're trying to remember basically his the Quran, the verses which remind us that there is a punishment, there is a hell if we don't do good deeds. And so that's an important reminder. So that's it from the book. So now I'm going to talk about my own reflections. So bismillah. So antipathy towards death is considered a disease of the heart. But what is it exactly? It's when one has an aversion to death, maybe a hatred, or you get distressed when even death is mentioned. And there's a difference between hating death simply because you'll lose the blessings and pleasures of the worldly life and fearing death because you feel you have not done enough preparation for the day of judgment. And try as we may trying to maybe deny this thing, this thing called death, death is going to happen to all of us. It's happened to those before us, it will happen to us, and it will happen to those that come after us. And we might try and deny it or try and like push it away and busy ourselves with this worldly life or get annoyed if someone brings it up, especially when we have such a beautiful life, a great job, great home, a kind family, loads of material possessions, but death is always there and it's a reminder that this life is temporary 
So don't get me wrong. For me, there is a part of me that is fearful, that is scared of death. The exact fear is about what's next. Am I prepared enough? Have I done enough? What's going to happen? When am I going to die? Where am I going to die? How am I going to die? Why am I going to die? There's all these thoughts that just come into your mind and they surface and it can be scary, but it can also serve as a reminder to prepare ourselves for this death because we really don't know when we're going to die. We don't know if it's in a few seconds or in a few weeks. And so it's important to just always reflect on death. And it can serve as a motivator for us to continue to be better, to do better, to become better Muslims. And another thing is that, alhamdulillah, we're actually in a quite a blessed time where there are many cures for diseases, lots of research into like different diseases, medical illnesses, and there's medicine that's available that we can take if we're not feeling well, or there's symptoms that we can look out for. And there's many cases that, many cases of death that we can sort of prevent but that's only if obviously if our time is up then that's it our time is up Allah wills it and he'll take our soul when he wills but for example there's places that we can protect ourselves from so we can't we can not go to dangerous places when we're driving our car we can drive under the speed limit or following the speed limit and following the laws that have been put in place we can take care of our body so go to the gym keep our body healthy eat healthy, good, nourishing food, keep our brains active with brain exercises. So there are a lot of resources now, alhamdulillah, and that's something that we can take into account and remind ourselves that we can do the uh, what we can do what we can, basically, and leave the rest up to Allah. So we can take care of our body, we can do good, stay safe, but Allah is the uh, the one who will take us will take away our souls when he sees fit and the prophet wasallam said that contentment is a treasure that is never exhausted and he also prayed that oh god provide for my family with what suffices them and grant them contentment with it and i thought there was two very beautiful verses in surah munafiqun which are great reminders and they are but Allah never delays a soul when its appointed time comes and Allah is all aware of what you do and donate from what we have provided for you before death comes to one of you and you cry my lord if only you delayed me for a short while i would give in charity and be one of the righteous so this these two verses are a reminder that firstly when the time comes the time comes that's it allah's aware of what we do as well so it's important to remember that in any moment in time when that appointed time comes that's it our soul is going to be taken and Allah is aware of what we do, so we need to be careful of what we are doing in our daily lives. And also, it's Ramadan and it's a month of fasting, but it's also a time where we give zakat, where we give money. And this, the second verse is talking about how we should be donating with what we have, what Allah has provided for us before death comes, because we don't want to be the ones who say, "Oh, if only you had delayed my death a little bit longer, I would have given in charity and been one of the righteous." No. 
the time is now. We have the resources available. We have some money to give. We have clothes, whatever you have. We are, we have that to give. And then verse 8 in Surah Al-Jum'ah says, قُلْ إِنَّ الْمَوْتَ الَّذِي تُفِرُّونَ مِنْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مُنَاقِيكُمْ ثُمَّ تُرُدُّونَ إِلَىٰ عَالِمِ الْغَيْبِ وَالشَّهَادَةِ فَيُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ Say, the death you are running away from will inevitably come to you. Then you will be returned to the knower of the seen and unseen, and he will inform you of what you used to do. So again, another reminder that Allah is all aware. He sees what we're doing. And this death that we might try and run away from, that we think isn't going to happen to us, it will come. And we will return to the knower of the seen and unseen. And another verse is verse 18 in Al-Hashar. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهُ وَلَا تَنْظُرُوا نَفْسًا مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدٍ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ O believers, be mindful of Allah and let every soul look to what deeds it has sent forth for tomorrow. And fear Allah for certainly Allah is all aware of what you do. Again, another beautiful reminder from the Quran that we need to be mindful of Allah. We need to recognize that Allah is Al-Khabir, the most aware. That's one of the names of Allah that we reflected on in the Ramadan series one, two years ago. So Al-Khabir, the most aware, the all aware. He sees us, he knows what we're doing. And so we need to think about what deeds we have done that we're going to send to forth for tomorrow. So we need to fear Allah and make sure that we are doing the deeds that are will bring us closer to Allah and grant us Jannah, inshallah. Then there's this Imam Mawlid who states that there's three benefits for remembering death. The first one is that you find yourself grateful for what Allah has already blessed you with, what he's given you, and you don't really desire anything from this worldly life that is temporary. You're just like, alhamdulillah, thank you Allah for blessing me with good health, with a good family, with a good education, just alhamdulillah for whatever Allah has blessed us with. The second thing is that this fear and remembrance of death, it keeps you busy with doing good, with acting righteously and doing good deeds. It humbles you. And the last one is that when you fear death, you're quicker to repent, to ask for forgiveness. So the moment that you feel that you've slipped up or you've made a mistake or anything like that, and you, that thought of death is surfacing, you're like, Astaghfirullah, please, for God, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And that is a beautiful benefit from remembering death. And aside from the name Al-Khabir, the, the all-aware, two other beautiful names of Allah are related to this emotion, which is Al-Muhi and Al-Mumit. And that's because we need to remember that Allah is the one who gives life, but he also takes life. He is al-muhyi al-mumit. So he will give life to whomever he wills, but he will also take someone's life whenever he wills. And so when we remind ourselves of these names, we understand that we shouldn't let fear of death overcome us because God is the one who's going to be taking away our taking our lives away and is going to be taking our souls away. Our merciful God, the one who we ask forgiveness from, he is the one who is going to take away our lives. And that should in a way lessen that fear a bit knowing that it's Allah God who is taking away our life he is Al-Mumit the life taker and then one last thing from Surah Al-Imran verse 185 many of you might be already familiar with this verse and it's that 
وإنما توفون أجوركم يوم القيامة فمن زحزح عن النار وادخل الجنة فقد فاز وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور Every soul will taste death and you will only receive your full reward on the day of judgment Whoever is spared from the fire and is admitted into paradise will indeed triumph whereas the life of this world is no more than delusion of enjoyment So as much as people might try and run away from death or try and push it all the way down and not discuss it, it's there. It's in the Quran as well. It mentions that every soul will taste death. And it also reminds us that this life is no more than the delusion of enjoyment. So it's very, very temporary. And this should remind us of basically that we are going to die and we will be Hopefully, inshallah, we'll receive a full world reward on the Day of Judgment and be admitted into paradise because that is indeed triumph, as this verse says in Surah Al-Imran. And just as a side note, I've grown up talking about death with my family. So my dad, he always mentions it. He'll talk about it. He'll talk about himself dying, about just any member of the family dying. And it's just... It serves as a reality and just as a reminder that it's not a taboo subject. It's not something that we should push away. No, we should be mentioning this this concept of death, this concept of dying, that we're all going to experience it. Because it just serves as a reality, a reminder of this life that is so temporary. And if you still struggle with this fear of death as an emotion, therapy can always help. Just talking it out to someone can help. Okay, so I think now I'll be able to do my dua. <clears throat> Bismillah. Allahumma ahini ma kanat al-hayatu khayran li, wa tuwafani idha kanat al-wafatu khayran li. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, None of you should wish for death because of a calamity befalling him. But if he has to wish for death, he should say, O oh Allah, keep me alive as long as life is better for me, and let me die if death is better for me. And we have the beautiful verse in the Quran, just a constant reminder that we belong to Allah and to Him we shall return. Allahumma aslih li dini aladhi huwa asmata amri, wa aslih li dunyaya alati fiha ma'ashi, wa aslih li akhirti alati fiha ma'adi, wa ja'al al hayata zayadatan li fi kulli khair, wa ja'al al mawta rahatan li min kul shari. O oh Allah, set right my religion, which is a safeguard of my affairs, and set right my world, wherein is my living, and set right my next life, to which is my return, and make life for me an increase in all good, and make death a relief for me from every evil. Ya Allah, you are al-Muhi, al-Mumid, al-Khabir, the all-aware, the life-taker, the life-giver. Death has been prescribed on us, just like the death has been prescribed on those before us. So, Ya Allah, make our death an easy and peaceful one. Allahu al-Shahada to be the last words that we say. Ya Allah, protect us from any an evil or sudden or scary death. Ya Allah, allow us to continue to live as Muslims and to be the best of characters. Allow us to die as Muslims. Protect us from the trials and tribulations of this life and the grave and the day of judgment. Ya Allah, Allow us to continue to reflect on death and remember that it is the reality, it is what is going to happen, and that this life is very temporary. Allow us to continue to reflect on death and have it serve us as a motivator to continue to be good Muslims, especially in this Ramadan. 
And you Allah, if this is our last Ramadan, then accept it from us. As always, anything I said is a reminder to myself, first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself, and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, shadwana la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory is to you, O Allah, and praise is to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you. I seek your forgiveness and repent to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.